is the sports fever. If it's a sport, we cover it. And here are the hosts, Anthony Colasano, Dom DeRosa, Noah Gugliata, also known as Googs, and Sean Johnson. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sports Fever. I'm your host, Andy Colasano. And alongside me, as always, is the entire crew, Sean Johnson, Don Rosa, and No Gugliata, or otherwise known as... Yes! Oh, yes! Let's go, boys! There we go. We got everyone back together. Dom's finally here for uh, the new year. First episode of 2022 for him. Uh, so this episode is going to be more geared towards hockey, talk about the New York Rangers as we're kind of getting to the midway point of the season. The Rangers are looking good heading into uh, the midway point. So we'll have Dom, Sean, and Noah talk about that. We're also going to talk about our NFL picks from last week and also look ahead to the NFL plans, which start this upcoming weekend. And also we're going to start off the show with this. The birthday bash that was uh, thrown by yours truly for his 23rd birthday. Obviously, <laughs> the obviously the party was uh, postponed due to me getting COVID. Um, it was really supposed to be on December 4th, but I got COVID on November 30th. So I got pushed back to December 18th. And so everyone here, except for Dom, unfortunately, Dom had to work. Uh, yep. Which sucks. His work schedule is Thursday to Monday. So it's hard for him to kind of get off of work, but we do wish he was there. Wanted um, him bad. All good, boys. Felt like I was there with your nice little post. In spirit. In spirit. Yeah. There, I gave in spirit, you a little yeah. shout out on social media. Don't worry. Don't worry. You did. You did. I appreciate that. Of Thank you for that. Um, but yeah, so we all, the three of us, um, and of course, some other people you you may know from the show. Ryan Reynolds was there. Uh, Brandon Ng was there, even though he was on the show once. I had to get him. We had to get him back on. Uh, Chris, otherwise known as Wreckit, was on. Was there? Uh, Tommy Franks and a couple of my other friends, Malcolm Roundtree, uh, who I do need to get on the show. He'll probably be on in a couple of weeks uh, for the Knicks He's been next on the talk. Show before. Has he? Yeah. I'm positive of it. I think he went on when I did it once, like about soccer with uh, Reynolds. Me and Dom weren't on that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yes, that was, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. That was the last episode of my, or our senior year of college. That was the last one we did. Oh, at school. oh you're going to make a right. man cry. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember because I do remember posting a picture of the two of them. Yes, I do remember that. And that was a long, that was a long episode, but a good one too. But he was there, so he's been on the show. And then my other friend, Giancarlo, uh, came for bowling. He wasn't. He hasn't been on the show yet, but hopefully we'll get him on soon. But we all had, we all had a very nice, expensive dinner at Redstone. <laughs> yeah, you guys paid. I, you, know, you know when the, the dad gets the bill and they look at it and they do like the double take and they like almost had, they almost faint? That yeah. was like, you know, it was, it was, it was very expensive. But uh Anthony, your mom was more than generous and and uh, and paid for it all, and it was it was great. But I just want to point out that the dinner was awesome. We got cornbread. The cornbread was fire. 
the corn lies. That cornbread was delicious. You know, bringing out the uh, the stereotypical stereotypical black in me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was a fan of that. <laughs> Malcolm, Malcolm, uh, we were sitting at the table, and and cornbread's my favorite, and and uh, and and he's like, "There's cornbread on the menu," and knowing me, I was like. Oh my god! And, and uh, Malcolm's like, no one knows how it is. Me, Sean, and uh, Malcolm were geeking out. Yeah, yeah, we got a so whole like part of the brotherhood. We got the whole like um, we got like an actual like skillet of it, and that thing just got destroyed. Absolutely, and and then they had freaking like maple butter. I'm telling you, Malcolm and Sean put so much maple butter. I was like, I feel like oh, it was delicious. I, I put more on because I was like, I got to do what they're doing. They, they're good. They're like, they're professionals. We're, we're, cornbread, we're cornbread professionals here at School Fever. I, cornbread is the best bread. It's not even close. Oh, yeah. It, really. Like, I, I said that to both, like, everyone. It's supreme. It's so good. Um, and then, but more importantly, bowling. Okay. Yes. Let's set the stage, Anthony. You and who was the captain for? So it was, uh, it was me, <laughs> and I Malcolm. think it was me. Yeah, it was me and Malcolm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I went first. Oh, and, and mind you, my my other good friend from college, Josh, was there. Oh, um, yeah. So he so he was there too. So yeah, so Malcolm, me and Malcolm were captains because me and him had a little wager going into game one of the a bowling. So I picked. So so we did it in teams. We did it in teams of. Five. five yeah teams of five so i picked first i don't remember the order but my team was josh noah myself brandon and tommy franks and tommy yep. and then sean's team was malcolm him ryan Reckett, and john carlo yeah and i mean i'm not gonna brag but oh our team didn't lose we were and 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 no one said at the first the first game, uh, ten frames in, everyone goes. It's a practice game. What what was that about? I wasn't told. I was- yeah, that's kind of yeah. That's what every that's I don't know. No, that's what I'm everyone kind of. That was the doings of my team. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, I said this to them. I I said before before I got there, I'm like, I am a horrible, horrible bowler. Hor- I was on fire. I bowled a 135, a 112, a 108, and then bolt, bolt. Not to not to crap on bolt Bolero, but they stopped us in the last game. Yeah, I, and we were on the last frame too. You might as well let us finish it. Let's finish. What you know? That was ridiculous. The Colts are the Colts and the freaking Pats are playing. Like, come on, just let us finish. Yeah, and I and I love how Shawnsky kept going every time they did a strike or spare. Seize. And then Sean, I wish I had a video of it. Sean was doing the gritty. It was so, it was so like perfectly done. It was almost, it was almost better than Adam Schefter's gritty. Did you see Adam Schefter? Yeah, I see it. Oh my god! Yeah, so there was that moment, and then also there was also this other moment. There, there were two moments that stuck out to me. There was those two, and then these two. There was the one where where Aunt were. Uh, me and Malcolm are bowling. I'm getting ready to bowl. And then this blonde chick comes up and just stands in the middle of us and is just looking at me. And I'm just like, um, and then I'm, I, sh- I should have, thinking back, I'm like, I should have made a, I, I should have made a move. I should. Oh my God, AC. I should. Come on. I should have. 
hey, I was the one that should have made a move. Finish your story real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I showed up. She's like, and I'm like, and I kind of just stood there in shock. I was like, I don't know. I said hi or like, what's up? Or like, I said something along those lines. She's like, oh, I just wanted to watch her form because like, you know, like, it seems like you're pretty good. I was like, in that moment. Like, oh, Holy, she says that somewhere else. <laughs> oh my God. But, um, but yeah, so, so that happened and that was, uh, that was an interesting one. I should, I should, I should have played that so much better, but I didn't because I was just so shocked. I probably could have, but I didn't. And then the other thing was, Oh, you're, you're, got, miss, you're missing the end of that story, buddy. What's what the was end? the end of that story? She was like, oh, like, I, I need to someone to show me how to bowl. And then you guys were trying to show her. And then uh, I think it was you and Malcolm. You guys were sitting at or you know, trying to show her the form. You guys both rolled terrible rolls after that. And then I come up right after that. And I'm like, let me show you how it's done. <laughs> and, I, you know, got a strike. So I got to say, I got to give Sean credit. He was by far probably the most consistent bowler. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sean, Sean was definitely him and him and Reynolds were the most consistent. They, they were, Reynolds was just more like fit like really just calm and easy. Sean, you were just ripping it. Was, oh, oh, I know, bro. You're, that's, what, and, that's what you got to do. But see, I think our team was more evenly spread. You know, everyone contributed and everyone did what they had to do. And, uh, I, listen, I'm never bowl. Like I love Sean. Uh, my teammates from now on, if the ten of us go bowling, are <laughs> <laughs> are me, Tommy, Anthony, freaking uh, Josh, and Brandon. That's that's my team. Yeah. Now, Brandon, he he would throw from the right side every time, middle, middle, <laughs> <laughs> because he'd always get he'd get he'd get like this curve going. I mean, I'm like this guy's consistent. He's consistent. But 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 real quick before we wrap up the bowling, thing, I do have to mention one other thing that happened. The thing that probably cracked us up the most, Chris. God love his soul, Chris Reckett Witowski. <laughs> is not the best bowler. Goes and bowls and completely shanks it to the other side of the lane and gets it on the other lane, and we're just all just dead. And you know, it, it was like we bowling. Yeah, it wasn't like we all were like looking at other things. Everyone was looking at Chris because we were like. <laughs> I, I, you know, you know, it, it sucks for him because he was trying so his best, and at the one time that everyone's like, hey, "We got to pay attention," man, he just goes into the. The lady was pissed. She's like, oh, "I lose my turn now." And like, <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. And then, and then a guy came up to him or us and was like, "Watch out when you're bo- like, are your lane uh, or Sean in that their lane? Like, watch out when you're bowling." But like, listen, nobody, they don't have none of those people to the right of us had. Our, at, least, at least for ours, had any bowler etiquette. Like, oh, yeah. They, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, they would just go up and start bowling. I'm like, yeah, and then they're eating pizza. And then I asked the guy, I asked uh, uh, Edward, the guy who was, uh, I forget the guy's name. I just made that up. I asked him, like, can we take the pizza? And he's like, no, that's for my. <laughs> he was not going to last. Oh, did you really ask? Well, because Tommy and I were talking about it, the hunger. Oh. And I was like, still hungry from dinner? You fucking no. feasted. I know. <laughs> Well, we we'll could you guys. Well, and the sandwiches. I mean, uh, yeah, but they were good though. No, we we really weren't. We were just curious to see like what how they were from. But yeah, that's basically mm-hmm. yeah. I but, do uh, have one more embarrassing story about that that really nobody knows about because I didn't bring it up. But uh, <laughs> I screwed up pretty bad during that day. So uh, okay. So you know we're we're bowling. Uh, <clears throat> I throw my ball 
what do you call it? Like the first, not the first frame. What's the first part of a frame? The first bowl or whatever? Is that what yeah. you call it? First or, bowl? I don't even know. So I throw the bowl down the thing, whatever, you know, doing my thing. And then uh, <clears throat> I hit the ball so weird. As you said, you know, I used a certain amount of force with it. That when I hit it, uh, I knocked down all, I knocked down nine pins, but the 10th pin slid across the floor. It didn't like bobble, didn't do anything. It just slid, which was really weird. It was like a, one of those commercials or like that scene for that one movie where it was like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you know that song? Or, yeah, you yeah, yeah. before. Yeah. Slid across the floor like that, right? So when the brackets came down to pick up the pin, it didn't recognize it as a pin because it was not in a normal spot for one of the 10 pins. So it knocked it down, right? So when it came back up, there were no pins there. So pretty much I had a free spare. I just had to get the ball down the lane. <clears throat> so I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going I'm to be nice and, uh, I said smooth with this one, right? So I go between my legs from the back, right? Try to throw it down the uh, down the lane. And the ball, like almost nearly full force, goes right into the back of my ankle. And my ankle was so black and blue. And I, it felt like I tore my Achilles. How did no one see? Did anyone see this? No one saw that. No one saw it. But I tore because <laughs> we went to the Cowboys game after that day. And I could barely walk, dude. Oh, it was that bad. Wait a minute. How? We all saw Chris's meltdown in. <laughs> yeah, I played it off so well. I that not see dude, yeah, yeah, and you were not in. in yeah, and you didn't no. come off when, as in any pain. No, when Malcolm, like, in uh, Coop wasn't there, but when Malcolm Coop and Chris saw me the next day, they're like, "Dude, what the hell happened to you?" And I'm like, uh, "I gotta tell them," because like they all saw me like throw it off of my ankle but they didn't see that it like hurt i played yeah. it off so well because i'm a g yeah uh, because this guy was doing the gritty like it was yeah it's that, it when was i hard. grittied i was in pain when i was gritty you know? <laughs> i was in pain I, he's oh, like, the kid, he's like <laughs> i gotta do it for my boys like, I, can't, I can't give up on them i need i, need I still solid. had to do it still, Dude, st still a life of the party sean had his flu game ever sean had his flu game and didn't tell us till three weeks later <laughs> yeah why? what the that heck was, why didn't you tell yeah it's impressive you pulled the i'm not gonna tell everybody. you guys <laughs> while we're there hey just so you you guys know i just might have accidentally broken my ankle while trying my to be ankle, impressive my ankle is slaughtered right now dude <laughs> oh man no but that was a uh, no but that was that was a uh, yeah that was a lot of fun it was that that was that was a great that was a great weekend for mm -hmm. me you know because because before that because on Thursday, I saw Spider-Man No Way Home. Then Saturday and Friday night was poker, which I came in second that night. And then we had the dinner and bowling. So, yeah, that was a great uh, – that was, that, was, that was a fun weekend, all leading up to Christmas, too. So yeah. it, was a, it was a fun couple of weeks, but, you know, back to reality, as, as we call it, unfortunately. But moving on from – reminiscing about the party and trust me there will be another one next year for sure uh listen uh nfl picks uh playoffs recapping what we picked last week as well so last week was week 17 the final it, week it was 18 18 18 i was like 17 18. so it was week 18 first time in nfl history that was a, it was a week 18 and a lot of was riding on this week for people getting into the playoffs out of the playoffs seedings all that good stuff. So we picked some games going into it. Uh, we picked we did Cowboys Eagles. 
We all picked the Cowboys. Cowboys destroyed the Eagles. Like it was like 51 to 20. So that game was a, a blowout. Steelers Ravens and Steelers won. Everyone got that right, but Noah. Um, and then we did 49ers Rams. I want to say the Rams won that one. No, the 49ers. No, the 49ers. 49ers won. All right. So I got that. One. Yeah. So I got that one wrong. Sean and Noah got that right. And then Chargers Raiders. Sean was the only one that got that one right. The Raiders won. I'm sorry. Do I smell another perfect week? Sean, yes. we didn't even keep track of this. Sean's just a winner. It's annoying. He's the yeah. winner. Yeah, Sean's just the man. I, I think what we learn most on this show is that whoever Sean picks, you better join him because you're going to be You know, can we can ride, Sean? Can you go first every time? So we just follow. <laughs> no, no, we know we made him. We had, we had oh, to make you're him right. last. What's the thing from SpongeBob? <laughs> I'm a winner. See my prize. You're a loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a winner. See my prize. You're a loser. Sits in cries. Sit prize. Yeah, Sean, Sean is Squidward. I am Squidward. I gotta say, I'm sorry. I'm Squidward. I'm Squidward. 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 Hey, we gotta. Hey, we gotta make these references. But going into the first week of the playoffs. We'll start with this first game really quick. Do a quick whip around. Yep. Raiders at Bengals. I'm going to start with you on this one because you're the big Raiders fan. They got into the playoffs last game of the season. They kind of, they really turned it around midway through after the whole, you know, John Gruden incident and then the whole car accident with, you know, with one of your Rugs, with rugs. DUI, Josh Jacobs as well. Mm-hmm. So with all that happening and, them getting in and playing, you know, they're going to, it's going to be a tough game. You know, the Bengals are well-rested, you know, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are the hottest duel in football right now. Let's be honest. So are you riding with your Raiders or do you think that, you know, it's going to be a one and done? Yeah. You know, despite uh, the other day when the Raiders and Chargers were playing, I was on the phone, a three-way call, but basically a two-way call because it was myself with Tommy and Anthony was like sleeping uh, but yeah. <laughs> I'm on, I'm jumping up and down. I'm throwing my Charles Woodson jersey in the air. Because every time the Chargers had 4th and 10, 4th and 12, they kept converting. And I was like, just play the man deep. But anyway, that game was something else. Um, but I'm going to try and be as realistic as I can. In Cincinnati, I think the Bengals have a better record than what they show. They had some winnable games that they should have won. But hey, they're young. Um, you know, growing pain. But Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, it went, once he's back from COVID, uh, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. I mean, that team is unbelievable. I think it might be a little bit of a shootout because the Bengals' defense isn't so solid. Um, you got Renfro. Darren Waller should be set and ready. Uh, the running game with Jacobs, who got hot late in that Chargers game, which was necessary. Um, but I do think at the end, especially with the Raiders' defense, if you're not covering, like, you know, if you're not stapled and glued to Jamar Chase, you got to watch out for T. Higgins. And I just think Cincinnati um, just has a little bit more talent on the offensive end. Joe Burrow, I think, will soon be an MVP one year. Um, guy's an absolute stud. And I'm going to go with the Bengals on this one. And I won't be mad about it either. Look, I'm proud of the Raiders for what they've been doing. No, didn't even expect any of this to happen, even if John Gruden and all this stuff didn't happen. But, uh, I don't hate the Bengals. I think both teams have had a rough history, uh, and I'd be pretty pleased with either team coming out of it. 
no, I mean, I think that's good that you have that that mindset going yeah. into it. Now, Sean, you're going to have the same mindset as Sean because you technically also are, even though Cowboys are number one, Bengals are right there up there as one of your favorite teams. I mean, they are definitely second. For, oh, yeah. There's no close. There's nobody else that I would even put in contention. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think I'm going to ride with the Bengals here. Uh, as you mentioned, I think the Raiders just have too much going on. The Bengals are going to be home. This is their first playoff game and uh, since the Steelers game where Antonio Brown got his clock rocked. Um, so, yeah, you know, I'm going to have to go with the Bengals. Um, hopefully they can win. I'm sorry, Don, but, you know, for the sake of you know, Dude, my, I get it. my family. <laughs> I get it. Don't be sorry, man. Listen, I'm just – Glad my team made it. It's really funny that the Colts didn't make it. I'm cracking up with that. Yeah. I only like yeah. Jonathan Taylor. Sorry, Anthony. I can't stand the Colts. So only JT I like, but I found yeah, that really funny. We're 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 a joke and a half. That's all I'm gonna say about that mm-hmm. team and Carson Wentz. God, all ultimate choke artist. I blame him just for not showing up when it matters most. I Against the Jaguars. Yeah, I'm like, come on, dude. Like, it was a lot. What? Uh, you guys want to know a fun fact, actually, real quick? I'm sorry. Well, yeah, is, 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 yeah, is, yeah. The the Colts haven't won at that stadium since 2014. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. Ridiculous, utterly ridiculous. But moving on, Noah Bengals or Raiders. I'm getting scared because I feel like everyone's going to pick the Bengals, and that's not a good sign. But I'm going Bengals. I'm rooting for the Bengals. Raiders didn't give us the tie that we wanted and needed. So I got to go Bengals. Yeah, and I'm going to go. I got to go with the Bengals. I mean, everyone's riding on them. I mean, I think that Joe Burrow is actually like, when you think of a number one pick, you think of Joe Burrow. Like he is doing exactly what you want a number one pick to do. And granted, he does have some serious weapons now, but I feel like he is been able to develop himself and also develop them into better players, which in turn is making him look fantastic. So I think that, you know, it's only up from here regarding if they, if they win or lose, I mean, look, this Bengals team is going to be in the playoffs for years to come, you know, and, you know, Dom said future MVP. I think they're going to be future Super Bowl champs in the next couple of years. You know, it's just a matter of time in terms of the defense. Like you, like you said briefly in terms of them kind of sharing that out because the offense is right there. You know, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow, like the, that's that's a stacked offensive weaponry right there. They just need to lock up the defense and you know, you know, they can let it rip for for a Super Bowl run. But going to the next game, Patriots at Bills. This is gonna be an interesting matchup. Bills went into the season as one of the you know favorites to make the playoffs and potentially win the Super Bowl. They started off hot, struggled a little bit, then came back to life. Patriots, no one knew what they were going to expect from them, but after a couple of games, Mac Jones found his footing in that um, within the team and with the chemistry and bought into what Bill um, done and what he has done for the last two decades. And they're in the playoffs now. Do you, I'll start with you, Noah. Do you think the rookie's going to get his first win, his playoff win, or do you think you know Josh Allen's going to? Gonna say, hold on, buddy. Like you might be a part of the Patriots winning ways, but you're not gonna win right now. I am definitely rooting for the Bills, but I just have this feeling that the Patriots, uh, that Bill Belichick's gonna do exactly what he did in the regular season in Buffalo and outcoach Sean McDermott. 
So I, I'm going to go with the Patriots in this game. Again, I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Bills win, but I got to go the Patriots. Okay. Um, damn, okay. All right, you're going with the Patriots. All right. To win. Uh, to win. To, Not right, to win for them, just to win. I think they're going to win. Gotcha. All right, Sean, who do you have? Uh, good news for you, Noah. I also have the Patriots. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, this Patriots team, you know, no, I get why you don't want to root for them, but, uh, yeah, you know, they're kind of almost fun to watch. They're like fun to root for because they're different. they're different. Yeah. It's just that they're different now. They don't have Brady. They don't have Gronk. You know, they don't have that whole system where everybody did not like, you know, you were, you had loved them or you hated them. You were a Patriots fan or you're a Patriots hater. But, uh, yeah, I feel like this team, like, you know, they've kind of been underdogs the last few seasons. Um, obviously, they were in the top of the AFC at one point in this season. But I, I just, I don't know. There's something about them that's like, you know, they, they still have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. So I'm going to go with them. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the this Patriots team, like you said, I mean, it is different. It's kind of a, you hit the massive reset button. It's not what we've been accustomed to seeing ever since we all kind of started watching the NFL. Because when we first started watching, we just saw Brady and and Bill and then Gronk and Randy Moss and Edelman. And those guys are gone. Those days are over. So it's kind of like, you know, can you still have that grudge against them? You know, the only way you can really have that grudge is if you're a rival, you're, you're a rival to the team. And I, I don't have a grudge to them anymore. I think I had, and maybe to Bill a little bit, because I think like, I mean, I don't, I, the man, I mean, you can open up a little bit, like, come on, Bill, like, you don't have to be so stern all the time, but that, that's a different topic for a different day. Regarding this game, though, I'm going to, I'm going to ride with the Bills. I think that Josh Allen, I think has got out of his funk. I think with them utilizing Singletary a lot more is helping them out with thinking free up Stefan Diggs and Knox and Sanders on the, on the, on the wide receiver side. So I'm going to ride with them, and I just hope that you know Josh Allen can continue this, this, this winning um, over the last uh, couple of weeks that he's had. Because before that, he was really in a bad mental state. So hopefully, that's past him, and he can just continues on winning. Because I do want to see him and that team succeed. Because those have had a lot of bad luck over the last couple of years and decades. So it'd be great to see them win. And Dom, I'll wrap it up with you for this game. Bills or Patriots? That's right. You'll wrap it up with me this time. You guys smell that? <laughs> I don't know if it's Noah making some chicken parm. I don't know if it's Sean Johnson's mom giving us the big goods. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know if it's Anthony stirring up some good Italian food. But what I'm smelling is a Patriots upset, fellas. Listen, all season long, my dad and I have talked about it. We watched the Bills play because we're huge Josh Allen fans. The Bills just don't look that good. Listen, and that happens. A team that gets a lot of hype next year, they take a little bit of a step back. The Patriots, man, they were a big winning streak. Mac Jones, I, if anyone needs a confidence booster, bring him to your house because, man, that guy doesn't fear anything. Uh, he believes in himself just as much as the whole team does. Uh, I like the team a lot. Uh, Patriots, fun to watch. You're right, guys, something different. Uh, and I'm going to be rooting for Mac Jones on this. No hate on the Bills at all. I know it's in Buffalo. Might be a little bit of a tough one. But the Bills have not convinced me anything this year. They have not. And I'm not talking about blowouts. I'm just talking if they won two to three more games that they should have won. Um, they're just a little predictable. I know Cole Beasley not playing much and not being a big factor hurts. But 
It's just, I don't see it with the Bills. I just don't think they're as talented. We're going to be thinking about what they were last year. And you know what? Give me the New England Pats. All right. So we got a, uh, I think we got a, no, we don't. It's three to one. And I'm the only one that rode with the Bills. So we'll see how that one prevails. Uh, next game, I mean, I think this is going to be an easy one. We're all going Bucks. I think Eagles, Bucks. I mean, I, I, we're, all, we're all going we, Bucks, we right? We are? I'm going Eagles. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. going I'm Eagles kidding. as well. I'm, kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm going Eagles. Wait, are you really? I'm dead serious. Oh, my God. Okay. It is? All right. I, I am dead serious. I swear. If that the Eagles happens, are a different team in the playoffs, I hate to say it. But uh, I don't know. I know. They did it against Brady playoffs. before. I just got a certain ah. feeling about him this year. I don't know why. And Sean, the second round. I'm scared because Sean seems to have that. Sean, anything Sean says sounds so right. I know. He it's made such a good point for everything. If I said <laughs> that, I'd look like the biggest doofus. Yeah, but since Sean's saying it, it has some validity. And if again, Dom, I, I agree. If me or you said it, it would look like the dumbest, stupidest, idioticest thing. Whatever. But <laughs> all right, Sean. I'm I'm staying Bucks though. I'm not changing. I'm staying Bucks. I'm staying All right. Bucks. All right, next game. Let's All right, Cowboys 49ers. Is this a clean sweep of the Cowboys? I'm going 49ers. I'm going Niners. Okay. I swear it's I'm not a, it's not a bad prediction. It's really not. I'm trying to think. The Niners play tough. Like that's the issue. My issue is Jimmy G just, like, he's so, yeah, like, Jimmy G. he is super, like, you don't know what kind of, you don't know what you're, you're either going to get good Jimmy G or bad Jimmy G. True, but he was pretty good against the Rams. Like, he, and he had an issue with his thumb, and he still. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, right here. Like, yeah, so, like, so you could, you could look at that two ways. The fact that he played through it and played well is great, but how is he going to look, um, you know, again, Sunday, for, listen, the, the those those they're four really good matchups in this weekend. The yeah, I'm trying to think. Saturday, and then the one uh, the the one on Monday Rams to Cardinals, and this one too. 49ers Cowboys, I think, could be a really good game. So, I but I got up boys. This ain't easy. I'm gonna change my pick. I'm gonna go Niners. All right, sorry, Sean. No, 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 no. You know, because no, I would like to see Dallas actually move on. Um, I don't really hate either team, but I want I'm rooting for Dak for having a comeback year. But I just think the Niners were always in it this year, even with all those injuries. Debo Samuel's a monster. George Kittle and Garoppolo get along really well when they're in sync. The running game, Eli Mitchell, I believe, is the one that has stepped up um big time, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, with Morris yeah. going down early. Yeah. And then they got Tracer Moon. So I just think the Niners can figure it out somehow and maybe in Dallas and just let it happen. It, so, mm. But is, what is Sean doing? Is he going Cowboys or have we confirmed that? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to take the Cowboys. All right. Yeah. So split. This is the first game we're that, that, Yeah, yeah. This, good, is, good, good. this is split. All right. So we'll, we'll see how that one turns out. Let's go, Noah. Steelers, Steelers, <laughs> Steelers at Chiefs. Again, every game that the Steelers play could be Big Ben's last game. You know, I mean, they did play. They played the Ravens tough. However, the Ravens did not have Lamar Jackson. So, you know, you could take that with what you want. However, they're going up against this Chiefs team that's proven to consistently be in these situations. They have their former Super Bowl champions with this core group of people that they do have. And 
I mean, I don't know if they're going to be able to kind of my issue and this is why I'm taking the Chiefs is that they're not going to be able to slug it out with the Chiefs. Yeah, this, this to me, this is even easier than the the Bucks um, Eagles game. I could I could actually see the Eagles like being being competitive in the Bucks game. Like I, in fact, it's I think the line I saw was the Bucks minus nine. I would consider taking Eagles plus nine. I think I actually would take that because mm-hmm. I. The Bucks, the Bucks are weird about covering games. Sometimes, they yes, play. yeah. Sometimes they do, and other times, like when you think, like, like, like the Washington football game. Yeah, they man. lost. That's a, and and you know what? They in the playoffs last year, the Bucks played the Washington football team and only beat them by like eight points. And you would have thought that would be a blowout. So I think I probably would take the Eagles plus the points, but the Bucks to win this game. Chiefs, I think it was like minus thirteen. Chiefs. I, I mean, this is. This is a game that I'm sleeping during. Like maybe I'll watch the first half, but I, we'll see. Hopefully it's hopefully it's competitive. I hope, but I'm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I think the uh, Steelers shouldn't even take their flight over to Kansas City. <laughs> what about what about what about you, Sean? Uh yeah, I think this is going to be an easy Chiefs win. And All right. So this is a clean. This is another clean sleep and clean sweep. And finally, Cardinals at the Rams. Now the Cardinals, they look like they could have went undefeated this year. There, I think were I think seven and zero, six and zero before they got their hand in their first loss. And then injuries derailed the team. Kyler Murray got hurt. DeAndre Hopkins got hurt. They kind of lost their footing a little bit, but then they slowly got it back. And now they're in the playoffs. But there's some vulnerability with this team, and you know, and to go with the Rams, they have all these weaponries. And when Odell Beckham came and Von Miller came, this is it was this big super team. And you know, Odell has finally found himself once again. He's you know getting targets, scoring a lot of touchdowns, and we're starting to figure out that now Baker's the problem now, and not Odell anymore. Is um, is DeAndre Hopkins playing? I'm just curious. Uh, do we know or I? He I should, think he should be playing. He should be. All right. So, but I mean, but, but then again, you know, these is, this is kind of the first time where, you know, these two teams are kind of, or at least these two quarterbacks in terms of like Matthew Stafford and Kyler Murray are like in this kind of situation. I forget the Cardinals were in the playoffs last year where they, they weren't. They weren't. Yeah. So this might be, I think they just missed out last year. Yeah. So I think this is, this is Bill the quarterback's first time in the playoffs or no, no. Stafford had one game. No, no, Stafford, Stafford, no, Stafford had, had a couple game. games, but he didn't win. He he he's he's one less. Okay, I, I'm. Can I just start? Yeah, I have been saying all season. I really like the Rams. I'm gonna pick them, but this is a scary game. Car- the Cardinals. I just they 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 won a tough game against the Cowboys, missing a lot of people. But I think the Rams will end up or be able to pull it out. I just Sean McVay has to do a better job of managing the game. Uh, against um, the 49ers, they were up 17 nothing going into the half. And they had a minute 40-something left on the clock. And they ran it twice. And then I think they, they might have ran it a third. And the, the, uh, the 49ers got the ball back, came down, and got a field goal. Could you imagine they, the Rams go down, get a field goal, and it's 20 nothing instead of 17-3? I know that might not seem like a lot. That's a big deal. Sean McVay, wake up. Manage the game better. I hate when coaches do that. Like they 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 overthink it and are like, we gotta be safe because we're up 17-0. Like, no, go for it. So give me the Rams, but Sean McVay, McVay better be better. 
right. Uh, I have the Rams. I think that I think the Cardinals have found their footing, but I think with, you know, the whole Rams team just being together more, having more reps. And I know Matt Stowers has had some dud games, but I think with kind of Cooper Cup getting that triple crown for the Rams here, that's kind of over and passive. Doesn't worry about that anymore. Odell's kind of found his footing. They can hit the kind of the reset button and start fresh with this playoff and tell that, look, now it's time to win, win a championship. Because this team, if, if when everything's clicking, they could easily do it. So if, 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 if all their heads are in the right place, you know, they could win it all. So I'm going to go with the Rams on this one. I just think that, you know, the Cardinals, even though I, I wouldn't say it was a fluke that they went undefeated, I feel like they did get some, they did get some good breaks. Like the Vikings won when the field goal got missed to win them the game and the Cardinals won off that. That was, that was a lucky break. Like they got some few lucky breaks early on the season before, you know, the whole started to come through with the injuries and just their, their style of play um during like the midway towards the end of the season but uh but give me the rams and you know i think they're one of my teams that could go all the way sean i'll go to you next and then don will end it with you i've got the rams winning off of a last second field goal okay so i will note that rams win off last second field goal okay and if this happens that'll be kind of amazing and then Dom, finally, real quick, Cardinals, Rams. Okay, yeah. So it's tough because the Rams blew a lead at home in San Francisco. Get it? Because they have no fan base. Uh, they came and support two LA teams out there. <laughs> and the Cardinals lost to the Seahawks, who were playing for nothing in Arizona. I think the Cardinals are basically home here, even though it's in LA. I'm going to be a loner here. I'm the only one going uh, Cardinals. I think this is going to be a tough game, but I'm just not convinced with some ways that the Rams have lost. I think they had like a three-game losing streak earlier in the season. They just didn't look good. The main reason was because of Stafford's poor performance. I'm a huge yes. Stafford fan. Everyone goes through it, yes. I know Kyler Murray did struggle too, but I think with the addition of James Conner playing really, really well this year, uh, Kyler Murray and just – if they, especially if Hop comes back – the Cardinals should have definitely won games that they didn't. But this is tough. This is really tough. This is probably the best. Hopefully, this is the best game. But um, I'm going to go Cardinals. I just think they're a little bit more talented. I think Kyler Murray is just the better quarterback. And the issue with the Rams for me, real quick, is that when they get guys like Von Miller and Odell to try and build a super team, it never works out. Odell's been doing better, but not, you know, Odell, what they thought. Von Miller hasn't done squat, in my opinion. Um, and, like, when they got to Sean Jackson, he was nothing. When they had Sammy Watkins, he was nothing. So, I, I just think the Rams, especially now without Robert Woods, I get it. Cooper Cup's had a big year. I just think the Cardinals can carry this one late and get the victory on the road slash at home. Okay. All right, so that's kind of a wrap on our NFL picks going into the playoffs. And, you know, we'll come back to them next week and we'll give a recap on them briefly and then look ahead to the next set of games. But we have about 15, 20 minutes left in the show. Uh, the New York Rangers, they are one of the hottest teams in hockey. The four of us, but more of Dom, Sean, and Noah are massive Rangers fans. Now, guys, you got to be happy with what you've been seeing from this team. Noah did provide me with some questions. 
uh, regarding the team. And um, look, you guys are winning a lot of games. You know, it's uh, it's great to be a Ranger fan, one of the few New York teams that are that is actually winning. But um, you know, with every good team, there still are some concerns. So, no, you posed this question of like depth within kind of your guys's uh, forward position. So why is that your concern with them? And do you think that this could be an issue uh, possibly going forward? Or do you think that they could resurrect it with maybe a trade or, or something like that in the future? Yeah. So these are the two things that kind of go together and then we'll end off talking about the COVID, but the basic, basically what I would say is, we're in a season that's like no other with COVID. Um, actually, they all kind of go together. But and there's always there's already been concerns. I think that the trade uh, for for Sammy Blay to the Blues for Buchnevich, I think you could look at it as a mistake because of how good Buchnevich has been. But it was because they pretty much couldn't afford uh, to keep him. So it's it's. It's a tough one. It's a tough one to deal with because of how good Buchnevich is playing, and you want to keep the guy who who gives you more depth, who's a who's a really good defensive player too, and is adding a lot of offense to his game. And last season was by far his best season with the Rangers. Um, but right now, the problem is, I think you're seeing a lot of it's a little top heavy the lineup, you know. And I've talked about this before. I think Barkley Goudreau coming down and being a part of the second line was really a solid move. And he goes down to COVID, and a bunch of guys go down to COVID. Artemi Panarin played on Monday night against the Kings, and he came back from COVID, and he didn't look great. So I think he just needed a game to kind of get back in. But overall, my main concern is just I think there needs to be one other second or third line guy that can kind of move up, and and preferably a right winger because you know we're we're kind of short on that position. I know. Uh, Sean has talked about the center Iceman because of the, the, uh, the face-off problem. Um, and the, the trades that I've heard are for uh, Tomas Hurdle from the, um, the Sharks, who the Rangers are going to play. I've heard Phil Kessel from the Coyotes, and I've heard uh, Joe Pavelski, who I think is on the start. The start still, yeah. yeah. So those, those are the main, the main things I've heard. Um, and I, you know, that, that I would just pose that to you guys, uh, you know, cause I, I know Dom has said a lot about the, the forward depth and I, I do, I don't disagree with him in the sense that I think there's really good players with a lot of talent, but I just, there, I think there needs to be one more guy to, to round that right wing group, especially out to give it even more depth. And, and I think that that would help the team overall with scoring, with, uh, playmaking ability. If we can get a guy who, who kind of rounds that out. So no, I'll I'll agree with you on that. Just because, like, besides Kreider playing out of his mind, Panarin, you know, having the most points probably on this team still, or unless he's tied with someone, maybe Fox. Um, you know, besides of what they had last year, I do think they do need depth. I mean, losing Sammy Bly hurt. Um, I I'll ask the both. I'll ask all you guys. I'll I'll say mine. I want Tomas Hurdle. I think he has the best experience and exposure when it comes to playing with a good team. And what the Sharks were a very good dynamic team for a good amount of years until they got a little older. I know Joe Pavelski, the ex shark, but my issue with him and Phil Kessel, they're just a little too old for my liking, especially Kessel. 
Um, so I'd rather have like a Tomas Hurdle come in and yeah. uh, play some good significant minutes. And it's a good rental because he's on the last year of his deal. I know the money is a little uh, is is kind of a little high, but I I like the move too. Um, and I think the, the other th- the only thing is, are the Rangers really contenders? You know, I I think they are, and I think if you're going to make a playoff run, you want to you want to get a guy like this. Um, and he's got really good size. He's like six two, and he's he's a he's a really good player. Um, so I think he's yeah, at least an option. Um, but yeah, I, Sean, what, Sean, let me ask you this. Okay. Because the big thing has been Georgiev. He's been playing awesome. Started out the season, not so good. And, and Dom, you know, as we all do that when you have two goalies that are going the way that Igor and him are, it's hard to say, well, we won't have him, but mm-hmm. He's the big trading piece for this team because there are a lot of teams in the league right now, like the Oilers, who need Golton, like right. badly. So he is going to be a huge piece in a trade, most likely. Um, what do you got? What do you guys think of of losing him if we had to? Oh, uh, you know what? I would not be. I, I, I wouldn't be so against it. To be fair. Because Georgiev has been playing some really good goalie for the last few games. Um, unfortunately, we lost that game with them yesterday against the Kings in the net or whatever that last game was. But uh, you know what? If we can use him for some a big trade potential for you know somebody that we could really use, um, I'm all for it. Because this Rangers, I don't know what the hell they put in the Rangers' water, but we produce goalies like no other. I mean, we have. Oh, we have Keith Kincaid, who, who number one, he's he's been like a decent goalie within the last few years. When he was on the Devils, too, he's pretty good. Um, but Keith Kincaid is a good backup. I mean, right. Keith Kincaid could questionably start some places. Yeah. The fact that he's our third goalie is like bonkers. <laughs> to me. I mean, guys. not to mention, we've probably got some people like in, uh, you know, Hartford that are you know, probably on their way up to becoming, you know, first team ready, ready to play for the Rangers. Um, Because like, like I said, we just, I don't know how we do it, but we always have good goalies, a backup goalies. You know, we had Lundqvist forever. And then we had guys like, uh, I'm totally blanking on every single good goalie we've had in the last few years. Anti-Ranta. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, yeah. I, I know we've had like three or four of them. That are yeah. like still starting in the NHL. So yeah. it, it's crazy. Like, I'm gonna be honest here, Keith Kincaid, this is his second year with the Rangers. I think he's the and right, he could start on a you know a shitty team usually, like the Devils. <laughs> uh, but I think when it comes down to it, he's the perfect backup. No, no disrespect on Georgiev, but I think I said it since Shesterkin came in this league. He is a starting goaltender without a doubt. I think Georgiev deserves another shot elsewhere, maybe like a uh, Edmonton or something. And if we can trade him for the right piece, as much as I, I like Georgiev, to kind of build on maybe defense, because if we get around the robin, I'll talk about my point on the Rangers' weakness that I think they still got to work on. Um, or, of course, uh, wing depth or anything like that, because we are filled up and we got guys... Who knows what Adam Husker can turn out to despite a crappy one game. Young, obviously, first time in the NHL. 
Um, but yeah, guys, I thought I was the only one losing my mind thinking that Keith Kincaid would be a perfect backup because I just want what's best for Georgiev, and I don't think Shesterkin's backing down from that starting role ever again. No, and, and the only reason he's not starting right now is because he has COVID. Yeah. So, and that kind of that kind of leads us into what I wanted to talk about last was with a little bit of the COVID bug. It's kind of running through the team, and it is a little scary to see that, you know, the guys are starting to get it. But I think it's being handled, and by mid-February, there's not going to be a lot of games being played because they built that in um, – that you know, that few week period in for the Olympics. So the, the, the Rangers won't be playing and the NHL won't be playing. But what I wanted to do since Dom mentioned it, um, I'll give each of us a minute because we're kind of running out of time a little bit and we're all going to go about a minute. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll time it. And then we're all going to go into a weakness, how we fill it. And and if if this t- if we believe in this team as a not only a playoff contender but can this team compete for a Stanley Cup? Okay, I'll go first. So to me, I think the biggest weakness right now, like I we talked about, like I talked about, was forward depth. Um, so what I what I'm saying is, I think the trade the trade thing is a big big uh, aspect of how we can get out of this situation. There's a lot of prospects. I'm a little worried because guys like Kratzoff should be playing for this team. It's just disappointing not to see him. And it's, it's rough, but I think addressing that is really important. And I getting a trade going for that is important. And I think that's how you kind of make that better. The last thing I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I, Cause I don't want to say this. I think the Rangers are about a year off from being an actual championship team. I think they need a little more experience. They're really young, but I think after next year, I think we'll see what Chris Jerry can do. Maybe he can make some more moves, signs of players, but I think they're one year off. They're as good as they are. They'll make the playoffs, I think, and, and maybe make a run, but I think they're one year off from, from being in the same class as a Carolina or a, uh, uh, a Florida. So, uh, Dom, you can go next about weaknesses and whether you think this team is actually a championship contender. All right, cool. So, when it comes down to it, the Rangers, Adam Fox is a god, all right? But defensively, and this also goes offensively a little bit, defensively, they give up a lot of too many shots. Thank goodness we have Shesterkin in the depth that we have uh, guarding the net because if it wasn't for them in their 930-plus save percentage, we wouldn't be here right now. This is we give up a little too many shots, but also for the Rangers offense, they're very, they play very passive. They, they play very conservative. They kind of wait for the shot. And these guys are talented. You guys have, we, we you guys, we have goal scorers like Zabana, Judd Panarin, and Chris Kreider go on. They should be a little bit more aggressive with it. Kind of try and see if you can get guys up there close to the net, get the rebound, put the puck in, just be aggressive. Like your opponents are on you. Um, so I do think that's an issue, a little fun stat scoring chances for the Rangers are six ninety eight total on that for the season so far. And against eight forty six. So that's not the greatest right there. That's something I think they got to work on. Noah, you took the words out of my mouth. I think they're one year away, maybe one or two players away. This yeah. team is talented. Don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, they're, they're young. 
it's shocking to us that they even are in this situation. So it would be even more shocking for them to be a contender. Uh, they can make a run for sure. And that would be great to see for experience and exposure. But yeah, I think they need one or two more players to really just, all right, now we got this. Let's, let's make a push because we can't keep relying on the same set of players all the time. We have to make sure that these young guys grow. We got to make sure that we get some more depth in there. Uh, that's not called goaltending because we're already filled up with that in order to really just put ourselves up there. Yep. All right, Sean, finish it up, finish us off, and then we'll uh, we'll hit this, hit, hit this, the hit the road, hit the road. All right. Um, our weakness here has got to be the depth. We brought it up many times. Um, you know, it, it is a problem for us because uh, we we've had guys start to step up. Really, like Lafreniere during his second season has been looking. Uh, a lot better than last season so far. Um, Capo Caco, you know, he had that little hot streak a week or two ago. Uh, you know, just a lot of our young guys are kind of panning out the way we expect them to be as of right now. Like Keandre Miller's been doing okay. I also really like uh, Niels Lundqvist as well. I think uh, he 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 does exactly what we need him to do. He shoots the puck. You know, <laughs> nobody knows how to shoot the puck, um, but he's just putting him on the net. And that's exactly what we need. You're right. So, um, you know, our, our young guys are paying out like we need, but I'm telling you, I've I've preached this a couple times on the show so far. We need to get rid of Strom. Strom has just been, you know, a sore in our team. He can't score, really. I mean, like, he, he rarely scores and he rarely wins face-offs. So, like, what are we having for? You know, it's, it's what you want out of your centerman. Um for example, the game against the Kings, like we had a good three or four chances within literally the first few seconds of the game. Yeah. Strom got absolutely robbed on a near open net, but he didn't shoot the puck well. Like if he had just shot it in a semi-decent uh, position, I, I don't know, just a little bit better. Like, I mean, I could have put the damn puck in a better position than he yeah. did. Wow. And I'm, um, you know... Go ahead, Sean. Go. So, yes, I think that wraps up. Uh, I say we trade Strom for maybe like some role players so we can fill out the depth a little bit. And then we trade Georgiev for a star player, kind of package him with maybe Kravtsov and, uh, you know, to make the deal a little bit more enticing. Maybe we bring in somebody like Patrick Kane. Maybe we bring in a better centerman. Um, and then what we've been looking good with so far, and I'll wrap up with this, um, is kind of what I just said before. You know, our the players that we need to start panning out have been panning out. We have a lot of first, second, third year guys, not really first, but more second, third year guys that are looking really good. Uh, you know, first too, because like I just said, Neil Zonquist has been looking pretty good on the ice, but then you also got Keandre Miller, like I just said, Lafreniere is really starting to come into himself. Capo Caco, you know, list goes on. Yeah. Um, and do, so you, do you think they're, they're a championship contender this year or a year or two off? What do you think? I'd say they're a year off as of right now. They make a trade. Maybe. They trade those two guys that I just said, and they're contenders. Okay. Yeah, and, and the last thing I want to say, because I think, Sean, you make good points. It just scares me to get rid of Strom because of his yeah his chemistry with Panarin. That's the one That's thing. So I, and I know I've said this before. It just scares me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Scares me too, just a little bit, you know. Yeah. My boots, kind of little. I like Strom, but I get Sean's point. He's just, I kind of forget about Strom that he's on the team sometimes, you know. There are times where, you know, he passes the puck off or does certain things where it's like, oh, just shoot, the yeah, puck just do you know? something. 
and 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 that's and that's frustrating. And the only other thing that I would I would say is like guys like Patrick Nemeth, and at times Lieber Hayek can be hard to watch defensively, especially they turn the puck over a lot, and it's so frustrating. But I love how Lunk was played, and I think Zach Jones, the uh, he's a smaller defense, but like he played, I thought he played solid. So um, good talk. I think that's about it, Anthony. I think we're pretty much done. So we we, we just hit the hour mark too. So perfect, perfect. timing. Perfect timing, great way to end it. So that's going to do it for this edition of the Sports Fever. We thank you guys for always tuning in and you know, listen to the podcast. You know, four of us greatly appreciate it. Um, you know, in the next couple of weeks, we do have some stuff planned out. We were talking about it off the air. So I think next week, what we're likely going to do is, uh, with all the head coaching firing happening within football and with playoffs kind of underway, I think it'd be best to kind of revolve around that. So next week's episode, we're going to talk about playoffs a little bit and get into the NFL coaching. Uh, shakeups that's been happening around the league and then the following week which would be i believe the last week of january would be the hall of fame episode we'll give our takes and reactions to the hall of fame announcement do we agree with the people that either did get in or did not get in or if anybody got it because that could also happen too uh with the baseball hall of fame is that no one could get in no one could reach the 75 percent. that has happened before hasn't happened since 2013 or 2012 so it's been a while I want to say, so we'll wait and see. So that's what we have coming up. And then in February, we are going to do a Knicks Nets panel. Uh, we started to work on that, getting, um, you know, some of the guys uh, that I want to have on, on to have it. And that's going to be a great show. So be sure to stay tuned for that one coming in February, but that's going to do it for this episode. Check us out on all our socials, the sports underscore fever on Instagram, the sports fever one at Twitter. And you can shoot us an email at the sports fever at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening. We will see you once again next Thursday at noon for a brand new episode. Thank you for listening to this edition of The Sports Fever. Be sure to subscribe to our channel and be on the lookout for new episodes on every podcasting platform that you can think of.